0: I look old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. My hair got grayer in the last seven months or whatever it's been.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> so the sound is good? The sound is good, your your gray is not. Oh my god, my grey is terrible.
2: It's
0: my the first time you looked at yourself in the last year? Shit probably.
2: <laughs> Jake if you look like that would you want to look at yourself every day in the mirror no
1: no
3: <laughs> a podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it this is bourbon matters
0: and um, it goes on only fans <laughs> And charges like $1,000 a video. Uh, but anyway. How many videos of that did you watch? I think it's just a show. I don't think it's... it's uh-huh. an actual- We're going to need a PG-13 warning for this episode. <laughs> anyway. All right. Welcome
4: to Bourbon Matters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: can start there. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I'm Gold Eagle Jake. Uh, I'm Roberto PDL. A K okay, That's how I introduce myself. I don't know. Is that how A.K.A. I did it? the I talent. Know. I'm the talent. <laughs> Holy crap, I forgot. It's been a while. <laughs> You're the talent, and you did it all for the nookie. I did it all for the nookie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, good the weather chilling. in Illinois? It's 65 degrees here. Oh, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's not like, that. It's, it's wasn't cold. I'll just say that. Like <laughs> upper 40s and sunny?
2: Yeah, yeah the, the sun, sun was yeah, out it, was it was, so
4: it was, was it
1: was it was cold
2: it was not cold it was upper 40s and Christmas was last week
4: all right the sun
0: was out so it was a beautiful day but mm-hmm. it Thank was you. cold <laughs> <laughs> i mean it has to be it's december that's nice yeah yeah no it's been beautiful here for the last jeez, I don't know, 60 days. It's been absolutely beautiful. After it's not 120 degrees? After it's, it's not 120, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah this is the, the best time, time. time of the year, right? Oh, yeah. From now till March, it'll be amazing. It'll just yeah. be absolutely beautiful. Everybody's out. Everybody's on the patios. It's like Chicago in the summer, except for here it's in the winter. Yeah, grilling time. Grilling smoking time. Meat. S- meat smoking. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Other types of smoking. I'm uh, into mean, crack cocaine these days. They do that in so, Texas. So that's been good. I didn't oh, think yeah, anyone crack smoked. Is Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott legalized crack cocaine. Um, but marijuana is so, yeah. still illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, Texas probably will be the last state to legalize it. Which is yeah. Why, why legalize it when it just
2: comes all right across the border, anyways?
4: Yeah, that's true. And
0: it's <laughs> I mean, you can buy it anywhere here.
4: Yeah. Then anyway, moving up to rated R. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: All right. Well, we got a good show tonight. Uh, we are going through our top five whiskeys of the year uh, for 2023. Um, and we're all excited to share our lists. Um, so so I
2: guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Jake put a lot of rules on it, so me and Gold Eagle I did Jake not and put Roberto. That many
3: rules on it. It just has to be available. <laughs>
2: and not a store pick. It's not
0: that so okay. difficult, Dan. Yeah. Well, I think my five like, meet have- the criteria, should- which is good. <laughs> Don't define Do your define, own available. define available.
4: Define available.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
3: like, it, it had to have sold at, on a somewhat national level. Okay, so... At okay. least, at least a right. couple states.
1: Wait, if
0: you. you own a liquor store, isn't everything available? Like, this is not <laughs> no. very fair. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Um,
4: well... I'll tell you guys, I'll I'll spoil my list here. Um, I'm not going to tell you what's on it yet, but I'll tell you, I struggled to find bourbon to put on this list Um, Mm, when I was thinking about my list. I know, I know, but this is Bourbon Matters podcast, and when I was thinking (laughs) about it, all the bourbons I wanted to put on this list were like single barrels or store picks that weren't available nationwide. Um, So I I figured I had to include some bourbon, but it was it was predominantly rye and scotch that was coming to my mind for um, from my list.
2: That's fine, you're just wrong. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> never uh, met, I've never met anyone
0: that yeah, no, I tells think their opinions criteria. are wrong more than I uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i'm good in
2: today's world i'm sure you've met many
4: people that tell you your opinions are wrong i don't know dude. have you been on this thing called
2: the internet at all
4: ever uh yeah but th- those opinions don't count that's not real people
2: speaking of opinions that don't count i know roberto you kind of pushed for time
0: <laughs> is, um, is, wow welcome welcome back welcome back to yeah, me right? this is,
2: i i'm sorry shit, the transition man. was right there i haven't
0: given you shit in a long time i missed it so so Much you move, you move away, and this is how they treat you. Wow, <laughs> to be That's fair, fine. I thought for sure he was gonna lead into Jake.
4: So, <laughs> yeah, no, we,
2: people that have listened over the last year know that he's wrong. So, like, they haven't, if, you have, if you're newer to Bourbon Matters, Roberto was one of the three of us that originally started. Um, was a great friend until he decided to move halfway across the United States, um,
0: technically Mexico now.
1: <laughs>
2: but uh but no we uh, finally got a chance to get roberto on he's a he's a busy man to hunt down but he really wanted to make some sacrifices to get on the show tonight um yeah roberto yeah. was uh one of the ogs and one of the reasons we're where we are today which is nice
1: yep
0: yeah
2: i think no, we've got five
0: you. more of listeners since roberto left that's <laughs> <laughs> nice well thanks for yeah thanks for letting me crash or having me because it has been a while. It's been, you know, I miss it, but it's been busy down here in San Antonio. I also just noticed that this camera gives me like a triple chin. Um, so maybe I don't look like the guy from The Sopranos. It's fine. He's, he's, he's thin and fit. Uh, I am not. I look like George Lopez. Like <laughs> um, no, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's fun. I, I do have to. Uh, you know, run in a second because, as you said, uh, I do the work keeps me busy. Uh, and it's the end of the year, which, you know, it's a terrible time um, to, 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 for communications. But I anyway, still got time to drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's, yeah. What's Not your only top time five? to drink whiskey, but also time to drink whiskey in the bourbon matters <laughs> nice. Oh, he's even got a glass nice nice. with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, my top five this is, let me, let me remind oh. myself because um, I made this list a few days ago Okay, Ancient Age It's not a 2023 release But it's just a whiskey, of course It's a bourbon um, Ancient Age has been one of my favorites I don't know if I talked about it in this podcast Because I think I got into it before. after I think we, it was when you moved
3: we,
2: down to Texas You
3: started yeah. drinking a lot of it We talked about uh, the two guys that were looking for Blanton's And you told them to buy Ancient mm-hmm. Age instead And they bought out
0: the entire store the, They took the whole freaking <laughs> store Yeah Love Ancient Age, I think. And, you know, I I got into it in 2023. I discovered it in 2023. I knew it existed, but in Illinois, I never never saw it at Beniz or anything. Um, And I I don't frequent questionable liquor stores, so I never really went to Gold Eagle. Uh, (laughs) What? I try to to (laughs) say. Who who is this guy? Uh, I miss Gold Eagle, man. Those tastings. They, they were one of the highlights of my week. Nice. Um, they, were, they were super fun. Uh, so ancient age, again, I got into it pretty pretty nicely uh, here in San Antonio because I, I know a lady that always keeps it on the shelf. It's so smooth, 90 proof. Uh, it's probably two or three years aged, uh, but it's exactly the same juice as Buffalo Trace, which you know is <laughs> such a good whiskey. That just happens to be eight years aged. Uh, but it's really good. So I've been drinking that a lot. That's what I'm drinking right now. And, you know, at $16 a bottle, I always keep a few around. <laughs> um, Yellowstone 101, the 2023 release, I think was, was excellent. It was probably better than the 2022. Uh, very smooth. So flavorful. It's such a nice balance of wheat, grain, and and spice. I mean, it, it's really nicely done. It's really uh, nicely balanced. I've been wanting
4: to try so that one because I
0: I really like the Tokai finish.
4: Hmm. Any, yeah. any whiskey mm-hmm. I've tried with yeah, Tokai I mean, finish has been really good. So I've been
0: I, that's on my list of ones to try. Yeah, and, it's a I, I you know my bottle's like halfway done. I'm trying to maintain it because it's not very findable down here. Uh, but yeah, anywhere my, usually. Yeah. yeah. But the lady that I know, she she had a.
4: A bottle. Of- so o for 2 so far on the rules. Continue.
0: <laughs> Wait, what are the rules? I don't even know what the rules are. <laughs> i don't a get 2023 the release <laughs> and unfindable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and we just ignore
0: Jake's rules that he puts in place. Yeah. Well, good point. I. I got a text that says what are your top five? Um, <laughs> yeah, I so don't know if I I, I, I don't know if I need the full. No, rules. Rules those are fine. I'm just giving you some crap. Go for <laughs> it. <laughs> I didn't get any rules attached to my text. Um, okay. Third one, it is findable. It is it's not easily findable, it's findable. It's My Lemon Green. Uh, there's a wildlife series. I don't know if you guys have tried any of the wildlife mm-hmm, series mm-hmm. for My Lemon Green. But they have a few. They have a they have a Scorpion uh bobcat and other animals in the hill country of of texas uh that my and green is in the hill country of texas it's beautiful and um and, and they they released a wildlife series that benefits uh an association a nonprofit, you know that that contributes to preserving the wildlife which is really cool Nice. their scorpion is the one that i want to highlight this their scorpion bottle is amazing it's 136 proof so it's pretty hot oh wow um and it's it's findable in Texas. I don't know in Illinois if the Wildlife series would be findable. Uh Mylon and Green is, but I don't know if the Wildlife series is pretty exclusive. I don't and, think I've seen a bottle anywhere. Yeah. I've never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, and the line mm. you know, again, the lines here at Milo and Green when they release, they get pretty long. But now I can go to I can go to Specs, which is the equivalent of a Benny's and and find it pretty easily. Um, and then Garrison Brothers Ladybird. I guess that breaks the other rule. It's not findable. <laughs> <laughs> it is a 2023 release. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Ladybird. Uh, you had to f- either go to the distillery to get it at Garrison Brothers, or or, or get on a list here in one of the big stores, and and, and they'll you know, they get in line for a bottle. Uh, so what it was is, uh, the deal with that one? With Ladybird? Yeah. So Lady Bird's got notes of lavender, which is pretty amazing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, Lady Bird, of course, Lady Bird Johnson, who who was uh, First Lady of the U.S. And uh, they're, they're from Texas. They're actually very close. They're, they're from a town very close to Garrison Brothers, uh, both her and, and Lyndon B. Johnson. And uh, Lady Bird in Texas implemented this huge initiative to plant a bunch of wildflowers that Now Texas is full of wildflowers because of her. Mm. So now the Lady Bird bottle is beautiful because it's got all the wildflowers, it's got the blue bonnets, uh, really nice tones of lavender. It's 137, I believe, so it's a little up there. Just like any other Garrison Brothers bottle, it's pretty pretty hot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's the other one. And then my last bottle is Woodford Double Oak Barrel Select. I, I can't get enough of that. It's just so freaking flavorful, so complex. Rich oaky, of course, uh, but the balance. I think I don't. I don't know if the the 2023 release for Double Oak is already in, under the new lady uh, Catherine McCall or whatever her name is. Um, Elizabeth Elizabeth McCall, yeah. Mm. And but it, if it is, I mean, she's done a tremendous job because um, it is. It, it's it's a just a perfect balance of oak, and and leather and flavor and overall a great bottle. So, yeah, and, uh, those are my top Double five. Double Oak
3: was on uh both of our f- top 5 findable whiskeys, I think. Mhm. Back in the day, like episode 3. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember that in your yeah. basement. <laughs> yeah. Your your shelf looks different by the way at your house. <clears throat> oh yeah, this is my office now. Nice. That's yeah.
3: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. talking who we were, we had uh everybody over on Saturday and uh Somebody was asking me uh, why I haven't opened my bottle of Proper 12. And I was like, well, I bought it for a St. Patrick's Day episode. And by the time we got to that, we had already had eight different Irish
0: whiskeys. So I decided not to open it. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. St. Patrick's this year or last year? Because last year was pretty wild. That was the year we
2: we did all the St. Patrick's the first time. (laughs) That was Yeah, that was the first year. That was still in the
3: basement recording. Oh, shoot.
0: That was a wild
3: (laughs) night. Yeah. uh anyway <laughs> that and uh march Dramnus the first time was, march uh, a, bit, was a bit
0: rough <laughs> that was a wild night i got pretty toasted that day <laughs> uh anyway but yeah no hey I, it's good to be it's good to be here and hopefully if, maybe you guys can invite me a few more times in 2024 i'll be now my you know my days are other than work are getting pretty nicely open and because uh, this is fun i miss i miss doing this yeah oh, uh, this avenue yeah. Yeah. And you, oh, I went to play golf, by the way. Real quick story. I went to play at a charity tournament in Austin I don't know, some time ago, maybe like three months ago. And I took my golf bag. And if you go into the T little pocket of my golf bag, you pull out. A bunch of gold eagle tees. Nice, hell so, yeah! So now there's a bunch of now there's a bunch of gold eagle tees everywhere here in in Austin, Texas on the golf course. Uh, broken, of course. I, I think I broke all of them. Uh, but anyway, gotta love that. Yeah, people love their gold eagle tees. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. man! I used to grab a bunch every time mm-hmm. I went.
4: Weird, I never got any. When I mean, we, mm-hmm. ha- we usually have a bucket by the register, and when we don't have them, which yeah. like we usually have them, but when we don't, like people are upset. So we've been, uh, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you know, yeah. we only have them in the summertime, but, um, yeah, whenever we don't have them, like people, we have gotten a few complaints. So keep your eye out for gold Eagle <laughs> teas <hilarious>. next summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a ton if anybody needs any. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, you know, I got to drop it. Um, you know, thanks again. This is fun. Uh, look forward to joining you again in twenty twenty four. It's good to catch up. I'm gonna go Sounds ahead. Good. Cheers. Cheers. Good for for work.
2: Yeah, yeah cheers. Good cheers. to see you again. Cheers. Good to see you. Thanks for your list too. Oh, We're just yeah, gonna talk no. shit about it as soon as you get off. We will. <laughs> <fine. both>. no,
0: <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't expect anything less. I mean, <laughs> Come on. All right, guys. All right. Time. Yep. See, see you, Roberto.
4: Cheers.
2: That was fun. Yeah, good to see him again. Good to see him again. represented Texas
4: whiskey. He's got mm-hmm. a fun personality to jump on the podcast. Adds a little spark, but yeah. too many Texas whiskeys and too many unfindable whiskeys in this top five. <laughs> um, my, mine are, mine's going to be worse than that. So. Go for it.
2: <laughs> uh, I do my five. Um, yeah, if you're hyping it up already, Dan, let's see. Oh, yeah. not hyping it up. It's, I don't know, like So this was tougher for me this year because I've actually cut back on not my drinking, but how much I buy. So the good thing is I work at a distillery. So there's always plenty of fun things to try. And it's very hard to go back through the end of the year and remember some standouts. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um,
4: That was was the biggest challenge is just knowing or thinking that I'm leaving something out that should be in there.
2: Yeah. I know I'm leaving a couple Mm -hmm. things out, but, um, so a lot of these bottles I don't have, but it's a lot of stuff that I've tried at work. Um, I'm going to start off with, people would be shocked if I didn't say this, my James E. Pepper 1776 barrel-proof bourbon. Um,
1: Is that your number five? Again,
2: great this year. That's my number five. <laughs> um, I think that knack- was,
3: wasn't that on your list last year, too?
2: Or Probably. I, I think it was. Probably. I love that bourbon. It's my favorite. Mm. A few bottles of it. I'm gonna go see Sam and get another bottle of it. So I'm excited about that. Um, four was one that I do have, thanks to uh, Gold Eagle, some really good friend. What? No, oh, I, I didn't get it. I don't <laughs> think I got. I don't think I got any of these from you. I didn't. Not a one. Yeah, because you'd never come here. <laughs> cut him off. Get them off here. Yeah. <laughs> I uh number four is gonna be Weller CYPB.
4: Jesus.
1: Luckily dear. lucky
4: to have a f- god shut up. This shut up, no one cancel cancel the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Roberto I mean. back on.
1: <laughs> god
4: Dan, really?
2: <laughs> Why? Why don't you CYPB? It's so bland. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's just like Dan all the Wellers were blended together, and
4: it's just bah. well. What's the old people candy that you love? Werthers. Werther's. Yeah. All right, that's that's CYP. So Werther's. I guess that makes more sense. Yeah.
3: yeah. Who doesn't like Werther's original? Me. I can't can't stand butterscotch anything. Well, you're a communist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Through the rest of this should be Let's <laughs> go. Third is one that um. It's findable because I texted Jake because I found it at a store. I need him to pick it up for me. <laughs> it's not even American whiskey.
1: Ooh. I'm going look outside
2: you the now. Out.
4: Well that's that's Can legal. It's you know? part of the rules, so
2: I know. Um, I followed the rules.
4: Did you though? I, uh, C-Y-P-D? A dis- findable. Yeah, Jake just said it had to be a nationwide release.
2: It was what he said right beforehand.
3: Well, I said available.
2: Available. Well, it was available in, any, in a lot of stores you went to. You just needed to know a guy and go into the back and get it. It's right by all the tailors. Um, my number three is from a small Canadian distillery that we've become friends with at Whiskey Acres. A little distillery called Found North. And it's their batch uh, seven that I got to try this year. Um, they are up in Canada. They're They're a blender. They've sourced a lot of heavily aged things out of Canada. Um, and batch seven was an 18-year uh, age state. It had a blend of 18 to 24-year-old whiskeys in it. Um, Is that a rye? Then, no. That's it a 80, bourbon? It had, it, one, of the, one of the blends did have a well, rye in it, but it was uh, two it bourbons
4: a, and a rye. Not a bourbon. If it's sourced from Canada, sorry, it's not a bourbon. It's a, it's a well, yeah, yeah, bourbon it's, style. It's, it's a whiskey, yeah. Canadian whiskey. Style. It's
2: yeah. 83% corn, 16% rye, 1% malted barley. And that okay. was one of them was a rye um, mm. that was blended in with it. Um, it was then aged in ex Hungarian oak and gave it a very unique finish that was amazing um everyone that tried it at work uh loved it i know some other people that have tried it and loved it um it is very good uh they're unfortunately in our state they signed an exclusivity contract to only sell at one store for now so it's uh not easy to find in illinois unless you go to a big chain um but i think they're going to be somebody that uh, is going to really change canadian whiskey moving forward Um, yeah they like all their all their stuff. Like the the one they just came out with. Uh, some people said that the the new batch was their favorite, which is called Peregrine, and that was a twenty year age stated whiskey. Um, but it's a lot of really old source stuff that they. By have. the way,
4: thank you for not dropping the name of the store because I think Roberto did that too much already in this episode. But um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was watching out for you. I I do appreciate the Canadian whiskey reference, and I do agree that people are sleeping on Canadian whiskey. Um, a lot of it is just very mediocre, like your your basic Crown Royals and, you know, stuff like that. But some of the more aged stuff and, uh, you know, more uh, just unique things uh, are just completely different than anything else that we can find here for American whiskey and I think I think a lot of people just block out Canadian whiskey because they just think of Crown Royal but there's there's a ton of good really good stuff out there when it comes to Canadian whiskey
3: yeah maybe yeah. we'll do an episode on Canadian probably whiskey. should if
4: we're planning on doing They've... a bunch of scotch episodes yeah I'm not I'm not arguing well, that, that case Jake like, gonna... I'm down for that but <laughs> in, in
2: that case Jake I'm going to have you uh, go to behind enemy lines and grab me a bottle of batch seven all right um, I'll look for it but it, it's it's a very good whiskey I have a, couple, a couple other things they've, they've actually been to our distillery um, they're one of the people we talk to quite a bit on a weekly basis about things at the distilleries um, they're really good guys and they're putting out some really good blends right now uh, very small I think that was like over three, just over 3,000 bottles when they released batch 7
1: mm.
2: it was one of their bigger batch releases so um, number two is going to be Maker's Mark Cellarage. God damn it. Um, God, this is fabulous. like Tater Central. Yeah.
4: <laughs> cut, we're going to cut off the first half of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: you said nationwide release. This was a nationwide release. Yeah, you
3: um, got to try that,
4: Jake. I, I did. We yeah. talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about it on the podcast already. And I'm, didn't you agree with us? Yeah. Didn't you agree with me, Dan? that it wasn't like anywhere too special compared to the private selects
2: no i thought this one i i can't remember this one was i enjoyed this one a lot but i can't i can't do the private selects because uh rules
4: well yeah but remember god just get over it (laughs) rules yeah maker seller age findable cypb findable
2: I found it. I'll tell
4: you why I put in the rule about no store picks is because me and
3: Jake just would have done five Gold Eagle picks, then you would have been a tater and had a bunch
1: of taters.
4: (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't want to sound biased, but my list would probably all be all bourbon, and it probably would be all Gold Eagle picks. (laughs) You got some sentimental attachment, yeah. Well, I was gonna say like. I'm not. I'm not saying they are the best things I've tasted, but it was my palate picking out these barrels. So of course, to me, they are going to be some of the best. But, um, but yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about those on the top five picks of the year, or top three picks of the year that we do. All
2: right. So where are we get number one for you? Number one, I tried it on the podcast when we were recording once. We did a fresh crack episode. John J. Bowman single mm-hmm. barrel. That's a good um, that, I I'll I'll take that as a good top pick. It's again, <laughs> it's not like you're gonna go find it on a shelf. Um it's it starts out at Buffalo Trace, it has a little bit of the Mash Bill one uh big league two grape flavor on the nose. Um just a very well balanced, very good mouthfeel, very pleasing. Uh 100 proof, very easy drinking whiskey. Love the flavor combination in it. It's very well done. Um, this was, uh, yeah, this is my top one for the year.
3: Good. Yeah, I I uh, tried that recently, and I, I agree. It's excellent. Um, they're an interesting distillery. Um I think we we talked about them this year. I I think yeah right?
1: we, d- we did talk yeah. about it. Then, yeah, so yeah. there.
4: I was gonna say I think I think we talked about like the color of the label too, being that it was like a green yeah, single right. barrel, which turns out I think yeah. is just the new label for John yeah. Bowman's single barrel yeah. is gonna be green. There was like a ru- there yeah, was someone said- there was rumors that that was like the distiller's favorite picks. Of the year, but that's just, that's just the new label mm. for John J. Bowman. Yeah. It's, it's all of them say
2: on at hand selected at peak maturity by our master mm-hmm. distiller. <laughs> so um, that's just their single, the way they do their single barrels. But this was uh, a phenomenal barrel that they had. Um, so it's distilled once at Buffalo Trace, then goes to Virginia to the A. Smith Bowman distillery. And they distill it a second time there um, and handle everything from there. So that's my top. But it's John J. Bowman 1, Maker's Mark Cellar age 2, Found North Batch 7, 3, Weller CYPB, and then my always
4: James E. Pepper. So one for five. Actually, <laughs> 0 for 5. No comment. Looks like you were wrong, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i just gonna say I think Jake and all for rules, those of you not watching rule, the video, rule mom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you drink your crappy whiskeys. I'll drink my good stuff. That's fine.
4: Good mm-hmm. stuff.
3: All right, uh, Jake, you want to go first, or um, you want me to? It's
4: up to you. I'll go if you want me to go. Yeah, all right. go ahead. So, unlike Dan, um, all my whiskeys follow the rules. They're all findable. Um, well, actually four out of five are for sure findable. The other one was findable, not anymore. Um, and uh, they're all new releases. So that was, that was kind of the hard part about putting this list together was releases that came out in 2023 um, and also findable whiskeys. Um, and obviously also thinking back on everything I've tried this year because there's been plenty of plenty of things to pick from, um, and trying to compile it into a top five, um, has been a little, a little troubling. Um, but I'll start it off at number five, Green River bourbon, just the straight bourbon. Um, so distillery with a ton of history. Um, we, we put it up in a blind tasting up against Buffalo Trace, which I think Buffalo Trace has been probably the number one asked for bourbon this year up there with Blanton's. Um, and it's a shame that we can't keep Buffalo trace on the shelf, but we just got four cases in yesterday and it's gone already. Um, so people are, people are hoarding that they're chasing it down. And I truly think when we put green river next to Buffalo trace in our blind tasting, they tasted almost identical, um, with the green river getting the edge because it had a little bit better and longer finish. So I think we don't see a lot of, we don't see many new whiskeys come out at that $30, $35 price point, um, and especially mm-hmm. at that lower proof point too. So I think, I think Green River for 90 proof being easily accessible, um, a distillery with a ton of cool history, um, just kind of getting revived and put back out on the market. I got to include green river and I got to give a shout out to their barrel proof single barrel, which we just got a little taste of at the green river uh, masterclass, but it just kind of shows me where this distillery is heading in the next couple of years. So green rivers, number five, number four, um, old Ezra seven year barrel strength, rye. So we Mm -hmm. saw this come out right after uh Lux Row got bought by MGP or Ross and Squib, whatever you want to call them. Um and it's amazing how within a year you can come out with a seven-year rye that tastes really, really good and really really well aged. Well they just got all of MGP stock they probably got to pick from the cream of the crop barrels. Um and that 955 mash bill at seven years at 114 proof Um, just hits perfectly. You get a little bit of mint, you get a little bit of spice, um, you get a little bit of sweetness that kind of reminds you of a bourbon a little bit. Um, And it's just all well-rounded, a great pour, lots of complexity um, and pretty easily findable compared to how hard to find in the previous couple of years their bourbon version of that has been. Um, And I think that's again, just because people just sleep on rye whiskeys in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, MGP 95.5 is the go. Yeah, Dan, Dan, you're shaking your <laughs> head. You got to speak, buddy. Dan, Dan disagrees. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. A, I'm, just not a, I'm not. an MGP rye guy.
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 one of my least favorite ryes. Well, it,
4: it, but see, Dan, like you're just feeding into the fire of people that say they don't like rye whiskey. Like MGP, I don't like MGP rye whiskey. Yeah, but MGP rye. Depending on who's bottling it and what the age is on it, it tastes very different from one one version to the next, even though it's the same mash bill.
2: I will say the majority of the MGP Rise I've tried I have not liked.
4: It's fine.
3: You'll never get him to admit that it's we won't decent. yeah, we won't get him
4: to admit it. It's fine. Whatever. He's got too much stock in it at mm-hmm. this point. <laughs> Alright, so we're moving on. Um, all right, so Number three, uh, Barrel Bourbon Batch
2: 35. Oh,
4: copycat. Yeah, 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 whatever. At least mine are findable.
2: <laughs> wish I could have just looked at someone's list that I was already so made up and just copy it. To
4: tailor off of that, yes, I hate that I'm choosing something that has won many awards. Um, but I will counter that and tell you, if you know me, you know I'm a big Barrel Bourbon fan. And I've actually been following. Except for when they don't single... do batch proof. Except, yeah, except for that, because that's like against their motto on why they are here today and why they're so popular. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Batch 35. And i you can go back and look at Gold Eagle. I was promoting this and we, we had it in stock and I was posting about it before it was on Fred Minnick's top 100 list and before it was on Whiskey Advocate's top 20 list. Um, I follow the barrel batches closely. I taste every single batch right when they come out. And then I kind of determine from there how many cases we want to bring in and if we want to put it at the bar and feature it. And I'll be honest, for the last probably six or eight batches of barrel. Nothing has really wowed me um, until we got to batch 35. And then as soon as we brought batch 35 in, it won gold at San Francisco um, and got Fred Minnick's top 100 in Whiskey Advocate number 11, blah, 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 awards, whatever. You know you know how we feel about these tasting competitions and double golds and whatnot. There's just too many out there to really uh, validate Um, you know, how good a whiskey is just based on some awards, but this one at 117 proof and six years old, I think hits everywhere that I want a bourbon to hit. You get a lot of sweet vanilla, you get a lot of caramel, you get a lot of Oak, you get the perfect amount of spice. Um, it tastes lower proof than 117. It tastes like it's 110 proof. So I think just all those factors in there, um, just let me thinking like, I can't leave this off my top five list.
2: Do you give a kickback to Fred Minnick for making your list for uh, you?
4: What has, has the other stuff been on Fred Minnick's list? I don't think so. <laughs> Do I, I don't, He's I don't, trying to I don't get a kickback from whiskey advocates. Yeah, like, Dan's like, oh shit, like, this guy put thought into his list. He didn't just like pick some tater bottles. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: um, uh, so we did an episode on Barrel Batch 35. We did. Um, earlier in the fall, I think it was Dan. Um, so missed go check that, one. that out. Dan Dan was not on that episode, so another reason to listen to that one if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably why many the, people
2: have listened to it.
3: <laughs> yeah, get your thoughts on that. On our uh, get our thoughts on that.
4: Yeah. Uh, in more detail. It was a, it was a pretty quick want, episode. It was a thirty minute, and we were just talking about one bottle on that episode. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, no yeah. wonder there wasn't more. Viewers, Dan. Um,
1: yeah, that's the reason. Yeah.
4: So, moving on here, uh, number two. Well, yeah, number one and two are probably big curveballs for all you listeners. But number two is uh, Bakta 1928. Yeah i I thought long and hard about putting this
3: on my list. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised you didn't. I'm glad you put it on. I I love it. Um y- y- you're all gonna
4: be upset with my list. So, I think, but, I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a four of this right now and I'm gonna kinda talk through this one a little bit. Um because this is just one of the most it's great. It's it's it's, really it's one great. of the most unique and complex spirits I've ever tried, like not just whiskeys, and I'm so glad that this qualifies for a whiskey, because some of you out there are probably gonna be like, Oh, that shouldn't count. But uh sixty percent rye, thirty percent calvados. 10% Armagnac. So technically it's a whiskey, um, cause it's predominantly rye whiskey. Um, and it's the 60% rye part is three year MGP rye whiskey. Um, but the oldest spirit in this bottle goes back to 1928. So it's about 95 years old for the oldest. And yes, this bottle is a $70 bottle. So you can assume that the Portion of 1928 is very minuscule in the blend, um, but it drinks, it drinks like there's some age there beyond the three year, and that's because 30% of this blend um, is older than 30 years old, 5% is older than 50 years old, and then 1% dates back to 1928. So it's got a ton of layer, uh, a ton of flavor. Um, you get nice apple and fruit and lively, rich, uh, kind of green appley notes coming from the Calvados. Um, the Armagnac just gives it some age and some depth and some Oak. And then the young fruity rye whiskey just kind of layers and meshes perfectly with those two other spirits. Um, and it's super creamy. It's super balanced. You get a little bit of spice. Um, but the whole thing I think is just like something that I look forward to. It's a great end of the night. It's a great starter um, of the night. And it's, it's really a great anytime pour and just a cool story behind it with uh, you know drinking something that dates back to 1928. So that's on my list. Uh, props to Bakta for creating this one-of-a-kind unique blend and also making it available at an affordable price point, um, 69 dollars And then mm-hmm. number one yeah, on my list, my only... I,
3: I wouldn't butt in, but I, I, this got bumped from my list from number five um, for something else. But um, I do believe that it's a phenomenal whiskey. Um, and it's like the shining example of how you balance sweetness and rye spice in like an incredibly balanced way. Like it, it I'd use balance
4: twice there. But it's, I mean, it's very well yeah, done. This that's it's it's kinda hard to describe this whiskey without using the word balanced because it is like if if you were to tell me, hey, I just blended up some Calvados Armagnac and three-year-old rye whiskey, I would say you're crazy. Like that's that's gonna taste awful. <laughs> um but somehow they made this work. Um somehow it's just it's just an incredible pour and if you haven't tried the Bacchus 1928 yet, go find a pour, go find a bottle. Um, maybe it's not your jam, just because it is so different and unique compared to any other mm-hmm. rye whiskey that's out there. Um, but I think that is part of the reason why I had to include it, um, just because they 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 really thought outside the box. And to me, they hit uh, you know anything I can ask for and and something different, something unique uh, in a rye whiskey. Dan, nothing to say. Should I go to my number one? I never tried it, so what I can't. I can't. I can't well, next time you're at the store, let me know. If <laughs> for the for the blend off in January, uh, we got it at the bar, so I'll give you a little pour. Um, okay. but yeah, so number one, uh, this is uh, maybe gonna shock some of you, maybe not, but Glendronic the Grandeur, twenty nine year batch twelve. Um, this is this is the one whiskey on my list that is now unfindable um we had it on our shelf for about two or three weeks and uh we just had a, a big master class which jake was at on monday night high roller scotch event um this is this is a 700 bottle for those of you who don't know um so like it's very hard for me to put something that costs this much on the list just cause I know how many things there are that are easily findable and affordable, um, that taste just as good as a lot of the expensive things. Um, but to me, this is everything I look for in a scotch. Um, the color it's black, um, and you would expect it to be over oaked and over fruited cause it ages for 29 years, um, in wine barrel. And it's just, a perfect whiskey, a perfect balance of peat, oak, fruits. Um the fruits are still very lively. Um and just hits kind of on all cylinders for me. And uh I'm not I'm not a package whore, but like the packaging on this is incredible. The wood box that it comes in, the bottle that it comes is it in, in a tube. No, it comes in a really really nice wood box with a ton of padding on the inside. It comes with a little booklet Um, comes with wax on the cork. Like this is, this is to me like top of the top when it comes to packaging. Uh, but that's definitely not why I picked it. The, the flavor, um, the taste. And I mean, we had, uh, we, we received 12 bottles and I was told, well, sorry, we went through 12 bottles total. We originally received six. Um, and I was told that we're the only store outside of, uh, he, who should not be named that receives some, and we sold out of all six. And then we had this tasting with Glendronick uh, on Monday night, the high roller one. Um, and Russell, who put on the tasting, uh, got six bottles transferred from Wisconsin to come to us, and mentioned that literally the whole entire country is sold out of this release. I mean, it was it was a pretty small amount of bottles that got put out there, but they were findable for a little period of time. Um, And so we, we pre-sold those six at the event. So yes, they're not, they're not findable anymore. This is for me. uh, I never will splurge for an expensive bottle, but this is one that I'm very disappointed that I didn't grab for myself. Um, but happy. There's not
3: a $700 write-off at the end of the year for your To be honest (laughs) with you,
4: if if we didn't sell through all 12 bottles, uh, I, I'd be grabbing one for myself right now, but they're gone. Like we sold through all of them. They transferred the last six from Wisconsin and that's all they had left in the country. So not going to be able to get any more. Um, but I will also honorable mention that the Grand Deer and the Glendronic 29-year Pedro Jimenez Sherry Finish Barrel um, were two that I was debating to add to this list. And I felt like it wouldn't be right to put both of them on the list just because they're so similar. Um, So if, if you do want something similar, that Pedro Jimenez bottle is absolutely incredible. You get more fruit um, more oak. It's definitely a darker color and less peat. So if you don't like peat, um, that 29-year that Pedro Jimenez is definitely one to pick up without a doubt. The Olorosa was also Oloroso Olorosa was really good too, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That was my favorite between the Sherry and the Olorosa. Nice, yeah.
4: Any of those... Well, they're both Sherries. Any of those 29 years, I could have definitely added to this list, but I think yeah, overall, like things I've tried this year that have just blown me away. Um, I would pick one of those. And by the way, at that event was not my first time trying it. So I'm not adding it to the list just because I recently had it. Um, I've had it on multiple occasions before that event. and That was, that was one thing that I will take away here is something I can't forget for a whiskey. Like that, that was best of the best for me.
3: All right. All, all right, list. thank you. Another one,
2: Dan can't shit talk, so you pretty, doing pretty well. So
4: I, I guess I mean, it must I be mean, a good I mean, list. Jake's,
2: Jake's <laughs> one bottle is worth more than my entire list. So
4: <laughs> if anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I never ever go for expensive bottles. Hey guys, <laughs> I own a
2: liquor store. Come buy a seven hundred dollar bottle. Uh, from I
4: don't. <laughs> I. He said you can't. I, I don't even all have time it. A specific you specifically can't cans. buy it. It's the only <laughs> thing that made my list that you
1: can't buy. Uh, like,
2: <laughs> all right, all right, no, one, no, no one really cares about the last one. So Jake, go ahead. All right, this
3: one, uh, you're not gonna be happy for sure, Dan. Um, but all right, I like the sound of that. My list is gonna surprise everybody. So Dan's gonna fucking hate that I <laughs> took this one. Uh, the. And Glasshouse sanded, which was the number one whiskey advocate uh, oh, for 2023. Weird. Um, I picked this up. I think the day that they announced it, um, because Jake texted me and told me to. Um, and it's it's phenomenal. It's it's so good. Um, it's very light, very fruity, and it even has like some some like salty kind of qualities to it. Um, I'm, uh, I'd say, a recent convert to Scotch. Um, So this is, like, a great entry point. The uh, Glenn Glassow 12 is going to be, like, their main flagship product. So keep an eye out for that. That should be showing up soon, right, Jake?
4: It should. Well, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be sold out. Because we're oh, recording on right. Wednesday night. We're getting it to... <laughs> Oh, so that was not findable. No, either, it is, so. and it, it was. It so. was sitting on the shelf all year, collecting dust, until it was number one on whiskey Advocates' yeah. list. But I will say, which you'll be able to find it in a few months, probably. Yeah, you will be able to once once they catch up and get shipments, you know, out. Once the hype um, hype uh, dies you know, out. Um, if you if you can't find the sandin, and if you don't mind a little bit of peat, grab the port soy. That is. I like the port soy better, um, but it is a little peatier and it has a little more uh, kind of red wine notes to it. Um, it's 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 a little more I – th- I don't know exactly, but I think it's aged a little bit longer in the sherry barrel or port barrel um, to give it some more fruity notes. But, yeah, the, the sand in, we're getting 12 bottles tomorrow, and by the time this episode airs, they're going to be gone. So Yeah. I mean, it's good it's
3: it definitely deserves a spot on uh, a mm-hmm. top whiskey list uh so number 4 Torabeg nice. Alt Glean. cask strength oh yeah i'm so this glad this is you put phenomenal that on there. the normal <laughs> <laughs> the normal whiskey uh, is what like 90 proof i think uh yeah 92 um or Ninety mm-hmm. ninety two, also excellent but the cast strength brings out such incredible flavor um i'm pretty sure it's on the shelf it is legal right now so it, it'll probably still be there when this episode mm-hmm. airs so uh pick it up it's
4: awesome i think the regular
3: one is that still on it sale is,
4: yeah so the regular one uh will probably it'll, it'll be on sale probably forever um Full disclosure, we had to buy a lot of it for them to help us get to Scotland. Um, so we're, we're going to run a good price on it until we run through it. And I got nothing wrong with that because, yeah, I think it's, it's a it. phenomenal whiskey at $55. bucks. you are not going to find a single malt scotch with that flavor um, at that price point. But the, the cash strength is was on my honorable mentions list. I wanted to include it really badly, but I didn't want people to think that I was biased because I went out to the distillery this year. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good whiskey and I'm, I'm happy you included it. Yeah. It's There's uh many other reasons why yeah, yeah, yeah. you biased. Mm-hmm. That's not Yeah, one. Mr. CYP It's 122 proof. So it, <laughs> yeah. It's
3: 122 proof. So it's got, got good, good proof. Um, yeah, just great and it's not super peaty, so if you're if you're worried about peat, give it a shot. Um it does not have the same kind of smokiness that a LeFroig or um an Isla scotch has. It's
4: much like cleaner tasting yeah, they, I'd say. They market um, themselves as having well tempered peat. That's how they describe yeah. Torabeg, So it's, it's meant to be peaty, but it's it's not meant to be offensive. Right. So, yeah, excellent pour. Um, highly do
3: recommend? Do you have it at the bar?
4: We do. Mm-hmm. It's worth trying if it's yeah, at the we've, bar. We've got both versions, yeah, so of the give it a try. standard and the cash strength.
3: Yeah, You'll be pleasantly surprised because I have been on every scotch I've tasted this year, which has turned out to be quite a mm-hmm. few, uh, which is... Why the next one is also a scotch on my list.
4: <laughs> Dude, another Lockley one on Cast my Strength. honorable mention list. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, another phenomenal scotch at Cast Strength. Um, their entire product line is fantastic as well. We just had uh, the Lockley uh, Masterclass uh, in October, I think it was, yeah. or November, um, which was awesome um john campbell came out and and talked through everything he's the uh master distiller there um used to work at uh was it glenn levitt uh or, um,
4: he was the warehouse manager at lafroy La for yeah. uh, like 27 years before yeah, he right. went to lockley yeah so extremely
3: knowledgeable man um, so that but I, the... go ahead Yeah. So this is, uh, 120 proof, basically. Um, it's pretty dark for, and this is a fairly young whiskey because they're a brand new distillery basically. Um, it's finished in Oloroso sherry. Um, so it's not, it's not super, it it is peated a little bit. Um, not anything crazy again. Um, I'd say it's fairly comparable to the tour bag where it's like another clean kind of peat, um, very minimal. And then the, the uh, Sherry finish offsets that quite a bit um, just makes it very enjoyable and very um, keeps it very fruity fruit
4: forward. Yeah. I was going to um, say that. So yeah. Another good. That flavor. whiskey is definitely like six or seven on my list. And I was, I was bummed that it missed out. So I'm glad you put it on there and uh, it's, it kind of it kind of reminds me of a peated bourbon. Cuz you you get a yeah. you you yeah. get a lot of um, caramel, you get a lot of vanilla. Um you definitely get that mm-hmm. sherry in there too. So like if I had to picture a picture of peated bourbon that was sherry finished, that's what I would picture with that Lockley. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of
3: sherry in general. Um but that does it extremely well. Um, again, is another one that's really well balanced between the the raw spirit and and the sherry finish. So, yeah, fantastic. Highly recommend again. Uh, my number two, Jack Bonded Rye, absolutely phenomenal. I was a huge fanboy for the bonded bourbon. Um, I'm an even bigger fanboy for this. It's unbelievably versatile. It's, uh, relatively, uh, Val va- has good value. I totally botched that <laughs> sentence. Um,
2: English, but, is uh, tough. <laughs> yeah.
3: as you can see, if you're watching the video, I have like a quarter ounce left in the bottle. Um, so I've been making a lot of old fashions with it. Actually, it's extremely versatile. Um, it's phenomenal. Neat, um, the, I was surprised that it didn't make uh the whiskey advocate list. Um especially because the Bond did one last year. They got uh, a be top sponsors. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
4: Yep. <laughs> Even though the Glen Glassow
3: is also a brown foreman product. Yeah, well but that's
1: well
4: okay. that's <laughs> Brown Foreman was like, hey, we need some love on Glen Glassau this year, so
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it worked. Uh-huh. But you no, know, I, I agree. I think I think that right. whole bonded line f- from Jack, the triple mash, the bourbon, the rye—they're all phenomenal products. Um, and it's funny because people <laughs> people sought them out. They bought us out immediately every time we got it in, up until the point that they were able to sit on the shelf. Like once mm-hmm. now that they're available, people aren't buying I, them I wasn't up. But yeah, go ahead. I wasn't a fan of the triple mash.
2: Um, I think the bonded rye for a rye is decent. It's one that's one that doesn't
4: offend me. Uh, but yeah, the bonded bourbon we were big on. That. I, I like offend. the triple mash a lot just because <laughs> I appreciate how you can blend a single malt, a rye, and a bourbon together and have it taste like it does at the price point.
2: I appreciate how you can be Dan, wrong. You're
4: awfully quiet this episode. <laughs> Up, and, up until right yeah. now, you're just kind of. Oh, I think you're shocked. I'm sorry. I didn't realize we changed I our name. You're shocked at how good our I, lists I are. Didn't reali-
2: I am. I didn't realize we changed. <laughs> no, I, I'm shocked that we didn't change the name of the show to Scott. <laughs> I knew
1: you were going to say that.
4: Jake and I are about to start another podcast, actually, and uh, you're not invited. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: all right. I'll bow out
3: gracefully. Right, well, I am going to bring it home with a bourbon for
2: my number one. Okay, so before you say that, I do want to say one thing on your list now, because now you've made me mad. What? Because when we were at your house for or the other weekend, and you had all the scotches out, yeah. you both said your favorite scotch that night that you tried that night, and none of them were on your list.
4: The, the Kilcurt? That
2: one's not on your list.
4: Well, I didn't try Yeah. But that's
2: not a new
3: whiskey. it's well, not a
2: new scotch. We-
3: we, we tried, These are we tried all new what, releases six scotches
4: that night? Like, none of the ones yeah. on my list yeah. were scotches that we were tasting that night.
2: No, no, I was talking about Jake's.
3: No, I, the Kill Karen uh, was, was my favorite that we tried that night, but it, I, I picked new scotches okay. that came out in 2023. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I all of mine. Just for clarity, I chose things that are new in twenty twenty three. I did
4: too. I did new twenty twenty three and findable. Yeah. Me yeah, too. Right. Yeah, I, I, did, I did new twenty twenty three. I
2: did. All right. So all, right, me all of them are new this year. Number one.
3: <laughs> number one. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof C nine two three. I wish I had a case of this. This might be my favorite whiskey of all time. It has like everything that I look for in a bourbon in terms of flavor profile. It's oaky, but still has like a lot of dark fruit and um, manages to stay pretty non tannic um, which is impressive. Supposedly, this is fairly old. Well, it like is.
4: It's thirteen. It's fifteen, 15 well, the, years or The something. youngest is thirteen years seven months, right? I think it says on the front of the bottle. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, thirteen years seven months. No, oh, yeah. I don't um, know if you can see it, you
2: we can't. we we know Jake's not good at doing research <laughs> on these things. Like, so yeah. thanks for the help, Jake. But uh, yeah, fantastic.
3: It's 133 proof. Um, it's like super dark. Um, this is like, basically everybody knows that I love Elijah 18. This is like as close as you can come to barrel proof Elijah 18. Um, it's absolutely yeah, fantastic. I'm, I'm
4: not upset about this um, and I'm, I'm kind of glad it made the list. Cause this is one whiskey that I've heard from tons and tons of people, handfuls of people. Um, just so memorable for this year. Um, I I never really got like a fair chance at trying it. We had it at the bar for a short period of time and I took like a little nip out of the bottle. Um but I've heard I've heard from many people that this is, you know, their favorite of the year. Um so I'm 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 not upset. I'm glad it made the list.
3: Yeah, phenomenal. Um So before we wrap, I do want to give some honorable mentions for the year. My uh my three store picks of the year. Number three, Old Elk eight year nice. sour mash from Gold Eagle. This was so interesting. I bet some people would hate it, <laughs> but it's it's super cool. And it's, delicious. I um, mean that that's a it is not a typical bourbon profile,
4: but it's, I was it's gonna say very good. That is um, the most unique whiskey I've ever had. Unfinished. Most unfinished, unique whiskey. Yeah. It smells like it's an Armagnac. It tastes like it could be an Armagnac or like a very heavily mm-hmm. sherry or Armagnac finished bourbon. Um it's that's like something I've never yeah, tasted. So much before. fruit. And like bright fruit. On
3: on a bourbon is v- that, especially that age is and it's super unfinished. Uncommon. so it's very so it's, a, cool. it's a straight yeah, totally eight unfinished. year bourbon, so, yeah, unfinished.
4: Uh, but yeah, that it, that one tastes like it's heavily, heavily finished, or that it even could be like an armagnac or cognac or something. Yeah, uh, my number two store
3: pick, our. Whiskey Acres Toasted Barrel, uh, phenomenal. You guys have heard us talk about this a lot. Um,
4: I do you have you any left? I mean, there's there? yeah, it's there's probably probably only like forty five bottles on. left. Um, but that was, I mean, that was gonna be a my list. Are we, are we doing our top store picks on this episode, or is that a separate one? Yeah, okay.
3: we can. I, I'm just running through my uh-huh. real
4: quick. Um,
3: then uh, my number at- one, the Peerless Rye. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> this this peerless rye is so good. This rye is it's so unreal. Good. Everybody
4: that doesn't have multiples of this not is lying. sleeping. I'm not hardcore. promoting this as much um, as I should be because it is so nice to grab a bottle whenever I need it. I mean, this is a ridiculous rye, and I, I'm not a fan of peerless bourbon mm-hmm. as much, but I think their rye is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got uh it's called
3: sweet mesquite. Um it has like incredible like barbecue notes on it. Um it's it's wild. It's so good. Um So yeah, I highly recommend that too. Um but leave I a think couple uh, more for me cuz I think that's going to be our some. coupon
4: code uh, for this episode. Uh I hate to do it, but um B <laughs> B M P R Uh, for, and we're going to do a good discount this time. We're going to do 15% off this peerless rye single barrel. There's only about 30 bottles left. Once it's gone, obviously it's gone. It's a single barrel. Um, but yeah, sweet mesquite. Um, it tastes like it could be a bourbon. Uh, what we, I think we talked about this on the last episode, but what was funny in the Lake County whiskey club advent calendar, um, there's people that normally hate on rye whiskeys that said this was amazing before they knew what it was. Um, so, I mean, this is, it's a sweeter rye. You get a lot of caramel, you get a lot of vanilla, you get a lot of oak, um, and you can mm-hmm. definitely taste the corn. It's a Kentucky style rye. So there's not, uh, it's not, you know, the spice isn't going to take over. Um, but yeah, this is sweet mesquite. Um, if you just want to really, and this, this one's done very well on our blind tastings too. It's, uh, it tied a, a four gate rye, which was more than double the price. Um, so, yeah, if you want just a really good rye whiskey and a super unique single barrel, uh, BMPR for Bourbon Matters Pureless Rye, 15% off this single barrel until it's gone. Nice.
3: All right. And then I got a left field curve ball here. Um this is not a whiskey, um, but I felt like it deserves honorable mention because uh, Jake told me to show up to a tasting uh, that did not sell out very well. Um, he just told me he would count me the ticket, and I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and I was absolutely blown away by every single thing that this, uh, this product or that this product line has. It's Ooh. Cincos and Titos, Agave Spirits. If the It's not tequila. Get tequila out of your mind. Um these are like, like I don't even know so how to describe it because it's, it's it is very different. It's more from like Urban, mezcal. But it's it's got a lot of Yeah, it it just unbelievable flavors and the differences. From the, the different um like sub labels are just like so wild. And all like it it's differences in agave uh species and the techniques that the Mescaleros are using to distill. Um it's super cool. Try it at the bar. Um you you will not be disappointed. So if, it's if we're talking
4: all spirits here, we might need a whole separate episode, but just just, yeah. just, to touch on that really briefly, um, yeah, the the Cinco Sentidos is insane. It's basically a mezcal. They didn't want to pay to get the official certification for, you know, and, and the way he described it is they have all these mezcalaros that are like 7th, 8th, 10th generation um, dudes that are just using their great-grandfather and family recipes that are passed down and Hey, if we want to get officially certified to be called a mezcal, we have to tell this guy who's learned from his eighth generation, great grandfather, how to distill um, that he needs to change his ways because we need to be certified mezcal. So these guys kind of paved the way for agave Mm -hmm. spirits and hey, we don't need to certify ourselves in anything um, we just need to show how good of a spirit we're making and that's what we can produce so man if we if we can do yeah. like an all spirit episode where it's just free game for one episode we could get <laughs> I could get fired up and really get into this and uh, <laughs> go into detail but I, I see Dan's eyes rolling into the back of his head and he's he's telling us with his eyes that we need Oops. to move on from this subject right now <laughs> I'm going straight on the Lord for that episode.
2: <laughs>
4: but, yeah, that's – yeah, no, that, that pick is ridiculously good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. If if I'm going to come up with my top three picks of any spirit for the year, I think I need more time. I can't do it right now because there's a lot to consider. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Did nice. you have any other uh... – bourbon or rye
4: picks you wanted to shout out for this year um i wanted to shout out uh 2 XO gem of kentucky and also just the regular releases from them i think those are all pretty solid um, consistently good products um you know you come in there's a new batch on the shelf and you just know it's going to be good um and also wanted to shout out tried at the last blind uh whiskey tasting with Lake County whiskey club, the Mary Dowling toasted double Oak. I thought that was really good. Um, if you just want like 107 proof, just easy drinker, but tons of flavor um, and then laws eight year bonded single barrel was my honorable mention. Um, I thought that was really good. And I'm actually surprised I, I kind of left this one off. Cause I thought you would for sure put a hard truth on Jake, but the hard truth harvest batch i thought was really good it had a just like a ton of caramel it reminded me of uh dare i say it dulce de leche (laughs) (laughs) you and your made up words i just wanted dan's eyes to roll into the back of his head one more time on this episode Do I get to do my barrel yeah, picks? Yeah, sure. Barrel picks yeah. or honorable mentions, go for it. Well, if, 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 if wait yeah, a second, so I have a couple. If we're th- doing barrel picks. I got to say, the old Forester banana pops that we did this year would be on my list for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
1: mm. right.
2: Well, I'm going to say I have a couple of them. Uh, one is Whiskey Acres bottle no- number 901. You can't find that at Gold Eagle. You can find that at other liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I just want to see the death stare by
4: Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I had about three bottles. I was gonna list off. I mean, I yeah. I, I should have also uh, mentioned our whiskey Acres toasted. That was that was one of the most fun episodes. Going to the distillery and tasting that at different proofs and just seeing how different how different yeah, that super, was at the super different cool. proofs. Like if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't grabbed that whiskey acres toasted um we don't want you as a listener anymore
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh um speaking about different proof points one thing i did want to add on that found north um so they do everything at cast strength but then they also say on the labels they will say i think it's on the label or on a tag on it they say that if it's a little hot, they tell you that they have a second proof poison. That's cool. point To put it, that's at. actually cool. And yeah, add this many drops of water
1: mm-hmm, into mm-hmm.
2: your glass to get it down to this proof, and that's like the secondary proof. If you don't like it at that's, so that's that's a batch strength, that's cool actually a really. I've yeah. never yeah, that heard of that. That is pretty. That's cool.
4: a great idea. Barrel craft should do that. Yeah,
2: it's. Uh, I don't have it. Yeah, they call it. They call it the manager's proof. Um. We introduced a concept we called Manager's Proof. The benefit of releasing whiskey at kest strength is the opportunity it gives the whiskey drinker to explore the full range of flavor possibilities in our whiskeys by introducing water. But we also have a favorite way to drink our whiskey. In this case, Batch 007, we believe the whiskey is at its peak when you add 0. 0.6 mils to a 50-milliliter wow. that's, pour. That's super cool. By adding these few drops of water, you immediately notice a full eruption of fruit notes on the nose. So that's something cool that they're doing yeah, that you, you don't for, ever uh, see. Yeah, thank you for throwing mm-hmm. that in there. am like, hey... Mm-hmm. prove it down but here's how to do it. So yeah. that just came to my mind too. I Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
3: a good addition. Thanks for yeah, contributing to time. the episode, Dan.
2: Yep. <laughs> well, what are we going to do next week on Scotch Matters, guys? Can't wait. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Next next
3: year. Um, speaking of scotch, <laughs> we're going to talk about Oh, actually, next week
2: is the blend-off. No, we're a couple
4: weeks away. Oh, We've got to be a couple weeks away. got to start.
2: Not by the time this airs.
4: Yeah, we're recording right, but ahead. Still,
2: <laughs> the blend-off is on the 13th. That'll be... Um...
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, we're taking oh, okay. we're taking a week off.
4: We're taking oh, the a very first nice week of year off. Thank you.
3: So, come back. Season three will kick off with our, our live blend off. Um, so if you haven't grabbed tickets, grab tickets because Jake's going to post it to the public soon and all the mm-hmm. vultures are going to come in.
2: <laughs> Where can they buy those tickets? Sorry, I was doing something
4: else. Where can they buy uh, those go tickets? Go slash events or you can go to our, our app on the events section. Um, 30 bucks. Get you seven pours of really good uh, whiskey, mostly bourbon. Um, we're gonna do two two blinds head to head to kind of warm up your palate and get things started. And then we're gonna pour all three of our blends head to head to head, and the crowd is gonna vote on what they like the best. And uh, I don't think we talked about how we're gonna how we're gonna do the point system, but I was thinking maybe like everyone has like three points to give out. So like if you want to give three points to one blend or like two to one and then or if you like them all you can do one one and one and then we add up all the votes at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's gonna be really fun. Then we're gonna finish off with a bonus blind um, to end that night. And uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook at Gold Legal Spirits, Instagram at Gold Legal Wine. Um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ramp things up on the New Year kick soon. Uh, add some more events. Um, And yeah. Absolutely. Nice.
2: Jake, where can people listen to our ramblings at?
3: You can listen to us on Spotify, um, Apple podcasts, Google stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can watch us on Spotify and Facebook or not Facebook, YouTube. Oh, geez. I'm struggling. Um, Follow us on Instagram at bourbon matters and find us on Facebook at bourbon matters. Um, we'll be posting our top fives uh, throughout the week. So if you're looking for something in particular and you can't remember, uh, it'll be up on the Instagram
2: and Facebook and whatnot. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, cheers to the new year and cheers to new whiskeys coming out. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Cheers.